That's right. And then just do a really, mm. really bad music edit okay. and then leave the music either too high or too low Will and do. forget to edit out okay. the swear word. <laughs> Hello there. Ooh. It's Jakey App here. And oh, Nat's here too. Hello, I'm here. Nat Tapley. Yes, we're all here. And uh, just before we kick off mm. today's episode, oh, yes. we just wanted to say thank you. Yes. This is a very special episode. Thank it's you. Episode 200 oh. for 200 consecutive days uh, we have brought you this podcast and we, we thank so you uh, for supporting us across that time yes we do uh, if you're new to the podcast welcome along there's yes. one heck of a back catalogue for you to go through <laughs> uh, anyway we couldn't let it go without marking it uh, but we completely forgot to when we recorded this and to ask you to join the Patreon if you want 200 it more it seems par for the course yeah, to be yeah, honest with you anyway here's the podcast enjoy I've got a man being deflowered. Can I've... I say that? <laughs> yes. Yes. I've got an impressive pole. Game fight! <laughs> Hello there, welcome to Day Fight. It's the podcast where we take things that occurred on this day in history and discover they're not as bad as they sounded in the pre-credits uh, and then we picture them against each other. It's meant to tease, it's meant to tease people for listening. It's you know, there's teasing and then there's actively distressing Harassing. people. Yeah. <laughs> He's Jake Yap, I'm Nat Tappy, and together we are reading the Guardian review of us last week which said we don't outstay our welcome at 10 minutes, which means at 11 minutes we definitely do, so we are on the clock. Joining us today is writer, comedian and actor Maddie Anholt. How are you, Maddie? I am so well and very excited about this episode. <laughs> Judged on that intro. Well, that's could... 45 seconds of our 10 minutes gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take us to the 21st of May 1674, when John Sobieski is elected the King of Poland and Grand Duke of Lithuania. Uh, in the 17th century, Lithuania and Poland together were the largest and most populous kingdom in all of Europe. Uh, but they kept on getting nibbled away at by other people, who by other kingdoms, who they were surrounded by. They had Prussia, they had Sweden, they had Russia, there was France, there was the Holy Roman Empire, lots of people, and the Ottoman Empire just kept taking bits of Poland, and uh, so it was getting smaller and smaller and smaller, um, until John Zabieski arrived. He didn't start as king, he started as a commander of the... Um, the Polish army um, and so he fought off the Swedes in the 1650s then the Russians then uh, the, his own Polish uh, army when they had a rebellion then he fought the Tatars then he fought the Ottomans then he defeated the Ottomans at the Battle of Ost- uh, Battle of Vienna which was remembered at the time the which turned the tide of I don't know it was probably put in terms of uh, Islam swarming across Europe but uh, that was uh, so he beat the Ottomans at Vienna then uh, they said do you want to become king he said yes they said you'll have to divorce your wife and marry the old king's wife if you want to become king and he went no in that case I don't want to be king I like my wife and they went okay then you can be king anyway so they made him the king as king he beat the uh, the Ottomans the Turks the Tatars um, he beat the Prussians he allied himself with the Prussians after that um, and so he started essentially he started winning things and made sure that Poland still existed for the next hundred years until Catherine the Great and everyone else carved it up a hundred years later and got rid of it until after the First World War um, he won lots of battles he got fatter and fatter and fatter kept going to battlefields until eventually he went to a battlefield got fatter and had a heart attack and died and that was the end of John Sobieski. And we have seven minutes left. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, I've got the 21st of May 1703. Mm. And uh, Daniel Defoe is imprisoned on charges of seditious libel. Uh, not for Robinson Crusoe. Uh, that was to come later. 
Uh, he was uh, a pamphleteer as well as uh, having having written uh, mm. Robinson Crusoe, and uh, he was he was a bit of a nonconformist. And yeah. uh, William the Third had died in 1702 and was replaced by Queen Anne, and she took on a massive offensive against people who weren't sort of uh, towing the line religiously and such like. Mm. And uh, he uh, published a pamphlet called "The Shortest Way with the Dissenters" or "Proposals for the Establishment of the." church uh, purporting to argue for their extermination it was a, a ruthless satire of high church tories and dissenters uh, who uh, they practiced a thing like it was called occasional conformity mm-hmm. you know, like you know being vegan between meals the same yeah. sort of principle <laughs> so um uh, he published it anonymously but uh, someone dobbed him in and he got arrested. We don't know who. Uh, he was charged with seditious libel and he was found guilty in a trial at the Old Bailey in front of a very sadistic judge called Salathiel Lovell, mm, uh, who said, big. right, well, you, you shall pay 200 marks and you shall be imprisoned, but not before you've been publicly humiliated in a pillory. Mm. And uh, he... Uh, published a poem called Hymn to the Pillory. And apparently it sort of had such an impact on people that even when he was put in the pillory, uh, people did not throw rotten things and harmful things at him. They threw flowers. Aww. Isn't that lovely? Aww. And they drank to his health. They didn't let him out of the pillory, which might have been nicer. <laughs> but um, You're right there, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a great uh, little stanza of his. This is from before uh, he got pilloried. Uh, it says, uh, wherever God erects a house of prayer, the devil always builds a chapel there, and twill be found upon mm. examination, the latter has the largest congregation. Uh, which I thought was really great. Mm. And then he, it was really mad. He ended up uh, being, he brokered a deal where he'd get released from prison if he would become a spy for the Tories. Ooh. which is mad and uh, someone agreed to pay off his debts and stuff I mean he was he was like in a very tight spot mm. um, and uh, within a week of his release from prison he witnessed the great storm of 1703 mm. and uh, it's thought that his account that he wrote of it which included kind of eyewitness statements was the beginning of modern journalism because hmm. uh, he, he also used done... 100 and, he used 198 pen names Ooh. He'd done Not all at once, because that would be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> He'd done a journal of the plague year in 1667, hadn't he? So he was quite good at going, oh, a disaster's happened, I can write it up and sell this for money. Yeah, well, you know. And there's lots of kind of controversy now around Robinson Crusoe, and, you know, it wasn't exactly ideal, but, you know, it's very pre-2017. <laughs> like, it's, it's like 300 a... years pre-2017. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you say things are satire... You... <laughs> That's allowed now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, just, I found yeah. in that one time I nearly went to Ofcom. Just. But only just. Oh. Happy birthday to Linda Lauenstein, the first doctor in the USA to link AIDS to Carposis sarcoma and a researcher in HIV in the 1980s. Uh, happy birthday too to Nadine Dorries, who is currently a junior minister in the government, who 
cheated on a reality show was kicked off it. It was a reality show designed to see if uh, MPs could survive on... Um, it wasn't Universal Credit then, it was uh, Job Seeks Allowance, and she cheated by smuggling money into it stuck into her bra, and she was thrown off the reality show. So she couldn't even do that without cheating, and she is now in charge of your health. Uh, happy Hello. birthday to Mucha Buena, the lead singer of the Sugar Babes, and uh, subject of an incredibly long piece of stand-up by Norman Lovett. If you get the chance to hear it, do. I spent a while... There was one year where I think I gigged with him 10 or 11 times, and that we got longer and more intricate each time. So, do <laughs> catch it. full marks, man. We had the Venga Boys yesterday and Sugar yes. Babes today. Tomorrow, yeah. dare I dream, it might be steps. Yeah. You can dream. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday to Olaf the Black, who was king of the Isles, which was essentially the Hebrides and the Isle of Man, um, who was more Norwegian than British. That was back when, uh, in the 13th or 14th century, when they were essentially Norwegian, although they were closer ties to Norway than to uh, England. Um, that's him, really. Uh, Happy death day to August Kunt, the 19th century German physicist who had a theory on the depolarization of light and who came up with a tube which could tell you the velocity of sound in different gases by the dispersion of powder, which is known as Kunt's yeah. tube. Mm-hmm. Happy death day to Jane I think that's a. I think that's a website. <laughs> <laughs> we will take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It definitely is. Happy birthday to Jane Adams. Uh, she was a suffragist and activist for world peace. Uh, she built a whole house in Chicago, which was a settlement home. And settlement homes were um, houses in slums or in poorer areas where free accommodation was given to students um, on the basis that they should give daily lectures and teaching to the poor people in the vicinity of where they lived. It was meant to break down barriers between poor people and rich people to make sure that they integrated and taught each other things and unsurprisingly we gave it up um, 100 years ago because rich people don't really want to go and talk to poor people. We learned that. <laughs> uh, the smell. <laughs> <laughs> Even in exchange for free room and board. Um, Maddie, you have one minute and ten seconds in which to do <laughs> Okay, well, that's fine. That's fine, because I'm just going to make this very simple. Okay. So, um, Nat, um, I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, you know, make it too basic, but okay. essentially what we're talking about here with old Johnny Boy yeah. is that we've got uh, uh, the first and the only, am I right, ladies, loyal man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, man, he, he doesn't want no side chick, yeah? Mm-hmm. Stays with his wife. Hell no, he says, I'm staying with my girl. <laughs> then he gets faster and faster and he dies, right? Good. Yeah. But there he was, no, loyal man, and I respect him. Jake, yeah. Daniel Defoe, a.k.a., <laughs> you know, perhaps I'm looking at this wrong, the world's first flyerer. Now, we all have little... <laughs> oh, come on, that's <laughs> no, very... N- no, no, we all have, I certainly do. Isn't that I know Moses? You do. Surely no. that's Moses. <laughs> no, no, Jake, decisions have been made. Uh, <laughs> PTSD from Edinburgh, from too many flyers being stuck in our face, Jake. And so when you said the word flyer, I sort of regressed back to a time oh, there, no. walking no, no. past the pleasant dome, too oh, no. many in my hand, 
couldn't focus on what you were saying, so now. Oh, guys, it's got a really good could... show. It's a modern interpretation <laughs> yes. of Shakespeare, and we could cook curry on stage at the end of Ronnie Sam. My one man Hamlet. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so Nat, uh, I must applaud the first and only loyal man of uh, society. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. Um, and having only outstayed our welcome by 28 seconds, <laughs> we will be doing They're long the gone, mate. They're um, long gone. Uh, they Don't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> thanks very much we will be back with more tomorrow don't forget to follow at maddie underscore and halt on twitter you can follow us it's at date underscore fight or you can find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash date fight we'll be back with another one tomorrow see you then bye bye